Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beatty, bringing you all the news you need to start your day. It's Wednesday, March 15th. I hope you're well. Coming up. Households are now at a point where energy bills need to come down and the government needs to take really radical action. Number of families unable to heat their homes more than doubles and Russian ambassador summoned to White House. Plus we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning. The number of Irish families unable to heat their homes more than doubled in the last year. A report by Friends of the Earth puts the increase down to inadequate incomes, inefficient housing and high energy costs. It also says the government's new climate and energy poverty plans are failing to combat the energy price crisis and household reliance on fossil fuels. Claire O'Connor, Energy Policy Officer at Friends of the Earth, says the government's plans are flawed. And ultimately what the report finds is that the measures that have been announced in the Climate Action Plan and the government's Energy Poverty Action Plan, they fundamentally just don't go far enough to protect households from rising energy bills and reduce emissions. So the short-term relief that we're seeing on energy bills at the moment, it doesn't address the root causes of energy poverty, which are low income, high energy costs and poor quality housing. Tishakli of Radker officially begins his St. Patrick's Day visit to Washington today. The trip culminates with a meeting between Mr. Radker and US President Joe Biden on Friday. News Talk's political correspondent Sean Defoe reports from Washington. The Taoiseach begins a three-day visit to the U.S. Capitol this morning, meeting with business groups in Washington, D.C., a big focus this year on the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement with American lawmakers keen to mark the deal one of their own helped to foster. Delegations from multiple Northern Irish political parties, including Sinn Féin, the DUP, UUP and SDLP, also travelling this year. Tonight, the annual Ireland Funds Gala is the main event, with the Taoiseach addressing the fundraising dinner, which starts at a grander place for entry. Tomorrow, Leo Varadkar will attend an event at Georgetown University with former Secretary of State and First Lady Hillary Clinton. But all is building towards Friday and the annual meeting with the US President, who's already confirmed he intends to visit Ireland in the next month to mark a quarter century of peace in the North. The Russian ambassador has been summoned to the White House after a US drone was damaged by fighter planes. The Pentagon claims the aircraft was so badly damaged it had to crash into the Black Sea. Moscow denies the jets had any contact with the drone, instead blaming sharp manoeuvring. Air Force Brigadier General Pat Ryder, based in the UK, says they have proof of the collision. We assess that it likely caused some damage to the Russian aircraft as well. We know that the aircraft did land. I'm not going to go into where they landed. But again, it's just demonstrative of uh, very unprofessional, unsafe airmanship on the part of these pilots. A tenth arrest has been made by detectives investigating the shooting of a senior police officer in County Tyrone. Detective Chief Inspector John Caldwell was wounded after coaching a youth football team in Oma last month. A 45-year-old man was arrested in Belfast yesterday. Employees at Meta are expected to hear today whether or not they'll be affected by a new round of global job losses. The company has announced 10,000 roles are to be cut. Eamon Falvey has more. Meta's latest staff call is fresh evidence of the slowdown in the tech sector. 10,000 jobs at the firm are going worldwide. It's left Meta's 2,600 staff here sweating about the future with news due on what happens next. 300 Irish employees were laid off in the most recent job cuts. The latest round will reportedly impact the company's recruitment teams initially. Meta, which owns Facebook, WhatsApp and Instagram, is currently undertaking a reorganisation that 
that the company calls a year of efficiency. The Taunashtra Michal Martin said it was a blow to any worker to lose a job. But speaking in New York, he said that there were many job vacancies in the tech sector. The policing bill for Garth Brooks' five concerts in Croke Park was €380,000. According to Freedom of Information figures obtained by News Talk, it was by far the most expensive event for policing last year. Owen Murphy reports. Regardi charge for policing services at some events with the amount agreed with the commercial organisations beforehand. Aiken Promotions paid €380,000 for policing Garth Brooks' five concerts in Croke Park last September. The next most expensive last year was the Malahide Castle Summer Concerts in Dublin between June the 14th and 25th at almost €272,000. Funnegale spokesperson on justice in the Shannon Barry Ward says the charges are justified. We're you have a profit-making event that's being organised privately and there's a requirement for a policing presence, it certainly wouldn't make sense that that policing bill will be footed by the taxpayer or the public purse. So where somebody is making a profit out of an event, they should be factoring in the policing requirement into the costs of running that event. Three other events cost just under €255,000 each last year. They were three rock concerts in Marley Park in Dublin last June featuring Green Day, Guns N' Roses and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The second was the three-day Longitude Festival at the same venue in July and the National Ploughing Championships in Rathaniska, County Leash last September. In entertainment, Lindsay Lohan is pregnant with her first child. The US actress has shared a photo on Instagram of a baby grow with the words coming soon on it. Underneath, she wrote, she's blessed and excited. And in sport, last year's Arkle winner Edward Stone is set to go off as favourite for the Queen Mother Champion Chase, which is the feature on day two of Cheltenham. Willie Mullins is targeting back-to-back wins in the novices hurdle with his Ampere I pass heading the betting. He also has former champion bumper winner Sir Gerhard among the contenders in the novice. Chase. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com.